I'm Matthew. I'm Kelly. And today we've got... Rashad from Blood and Fire Water Podcast. And our friend... Kim. She's joining us. First time podcaster here, so y'all give her a fucking break. Don't be a dick about it. Is it really your first time? Mm-hmm. You're about to have a terrible night. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's going to be the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, what are, we, what are we drinking? So we are drinking the Amaretto Stone Sour Number 3, which is equal parts Amaretto and tequila and sour mix with a splash of OJ. Okay. It will give you heartburn, and it tastes like shit. <laughs> But I'm drunk as a motherfucker. Yeah. Mm. Right. My job is done. She did it. She did. She's doing good things over here. I'm not drunk yet. You're gonna be all of a sudden drunk later. I can already. I can but see it, it coming. It, it tastes terrible. It tastes terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the worst thing I've ever had. I've got heartburn already. <laughs> <laughs> it is not the worst thing you've ever. Had. It's not. I've had much worse. Um, so what are we talking about tonight? We are talking about music conspiracies. Oh, yeah. Music. And that's my music. topic. That's Because I pick cool topics. Who wants to go first? I would not me. Let's let Rashad go I first. God, I, I swear to God I'll go first. <laughs> he swears to God. So here's Rashad. He's about to make all our stuff sound like shit. Yes. No, I am I, not. I did he's like, so much you're better. way better than us. He's so much better prepared than the rest of us. I just... I, but also, I, I, if y'all are not listening to and following Rashad and Blood and Firewater Podcast, and y'all are doing just terrible things, because he is an awesome dude, and he has an awesome podcast, and he needs everybody to listen. Yeah, that, that was great. So... I'm glad to be here. I'm glad y'all invited me. I guess I'm going to get this case started tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you go right. ahead. What you got? Jump on in. Okay, so y'all are doing music conspiracies. I did a handful of music conspiracies, but my favorite one was Kurt Cobain. Now, does anyone have any preconceived notions? Oh, I think that goddamn bitch from home did it. What's her name? <laughs> Courtney Love. Courtney you said Courtney Love did it. That skank bitch. I don't know. Because it would be a perfect crime and she's so fucking stupid. Is she though? Mm-hmm. Yes. Or did they pay her to act that way? No, no. She's uh, fucking stupid. No. Courtney Love did it. No. No. I feel so fucking... Well, do you have a suspect or are you just totally against Courtney Love? You're just like, she didn't do it but I have no idea who did it. Or do you have somebody? Well, I'm still in the camp of that he did it to himself. There's right absolutely now. no fucking Okay, way so we have one for Courtney. <laughs> and one we for have suicide. One for suicide. Yeah. Is, is there anybody else? Um, I'm going to go There's a little, no a little more on the Courtney side. Not Courtney ne- side? Not necessarily. So she, two Courtney's, one suicide. But maybe she, she was had, it. She she, did, she might not have pulled the trigger. I never. I don't yeah. mean that. I don't she think did not she, commit the perfect fucking. Crime. I don't There's think no she pulled the trigger. Yeah. I think she was behind it. Yeah. Okay. Just for clarification. So still Courtney, but still Courtney, but yeah. I don't think she pulled the fucking trigger. That's, exactly. that's the way I am. Like yeah. she she orchestrated the whole thing. So yeah. two, two Courtneys, one suicide. What about you? I feel like it was suicide. Okay. What? Yeah. yeah. He was just. Alright, Rashad's about to break it down. So, in my, in my episode, uh, I gave you the, the rundown of Kurt Cobain, his life, yeah. you know, Nirvana and all that. And if, you know, you feel so inclined to listen to my episode, just check us out on Blood and Fire Water. But, I have a theory for every single one of anybody's theories. Whether it's Courtney, whether it was suicide, whether it was a murder for hire, all of those. So, we'll start with... The Courtney, because there's we're we're and I feel like we're that's split what basically. We're split. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. she, she had a lot to gain from it. It could be that she thought Kurt was having an affair. Did anyone ever hear about that? I don't that? think she would care. No, no. I really don't either. Courtney, I feel like they had a mutual agreement. Yeah, she yeah. or she'd be like, well, if you're I, fucking her, then I'm fucking you. Affair, I don't think would have done that. I, feel, um, really I, don't, don't. I don't think that would have pushed her over the edge, but I feel like that's something they probably would have thought about mm-hmm. when I don't she, even think when she was on a that. on a drug rage or something like mm-hmm. that. No. Cause I, don't I, I, I don't think that would have been an issue but at all. Think, think about Do you have people, a person people. for this affair? Yes. Okay, well, let's hear mm-hmm. that before we go any further because we just don't mm-hmm. sound like assholes in a minute. <laughs> the girl that Courtney Love was paranoid of was her bassist, Kristen Pfaff of Hole. Kristen Pfaff was a extremely talented musician and 
Kurt Cobain was also an extremely talented musician. He started playing drums at what, like four? Yeah, five. Super young. Um, a musical prodigy. He found someone inside of you know the relationship that he was already in, and she was equally as talented. That attention. I, I could see that being a thing. Yeah. That attention from Courtney would have drove her off. You know what I mean? So. In my mind, hope came later. Though, like after he died, like I think Hole was out. The Nirvana came out in '89. Big until after he died. I think yeah. because nobody gave a shit he, about them until he died. I think it, well, he still could have. He still could have known the person. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. They were like, a band. They just were not known until after his death. I think Hole because you're out thinking 99. of like doll parts and all of that. That was after his death. Yeah, I think. But so, the only. I mean, reason, I might be wrong even there, but like. But I can see that the only reason that they got famous is because they're connected to this. So, they still would have been probably performing in bars. or So, yes, they knew each other. Okay, so Kristen Pfaff died of an overdose similar to Kurt Cobain's overdose. Before or after him? After. She had recently cut ties with Hole and went back to Seattle to get her stuff back in uh, Minneapolis. Maybe she was trying to fix one of the last times that she was going to do or use heroin or whatever. So she went back home, tried to fix her problems. But maybe Courtney tried to tie up loose ends and offed Kristen Pfaff so she wouldn't be able to say anything about Kurt's death. So, so there, there's a whole other rabbit hole to go down. I know, right? Like... But I'm super drunk also. But so like, <laughs> this is after Kurt Cobain's death. Right. She dies. Right. But there's a conspiracy that Courtney Hall is involved in her death to keep her from talking Kristen about the Fatt. affair. Kristen Pfaff. Kristen Pfaff. Right. There's a conspiracy that Courtney Love was involved in the death of Kristen Pfaff to keep Kristen from talking about the affair. That's with? just one of the okay. many so, of Courtney Hall. Yeah. Courtney Hall. Courtney. Courtney. <laughs> and Courtney. I just went along with it. I was like, yeah, as soon as you said it, I knew you saw Courtney I, I, loves I did holes. Just, um, look up the dates. Hole released their debut album in 91. Yeah. And, and Kurt Cobain died in 94. Yeah. Right? 90, 94. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just one of many of the Courtney Loves Holes. Oh, that's what I was trying to say. Though. I feel like you've got more. So another one of Courtney Loves Holes. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Is that she would have murdered Kirk for money. Because if Kurt died, she got all the rights to, to all his music. To all his music yep. And all of it, all, all of his everything. Which she still has and continuously goes through legal battles over all that stuff. Yeah. All the rights to Nirvana and their image and name and all that. So with that being said... Kurt would had to have had committed suicide, right? There's no way in hell he committed suicide. Suicide is always on the table. No, not in this case. After the death of Kurt Cobain. If you ask his closest friends after the fact, they're all like, they saw signs, but they didn't see it coming. And it sucks. According to the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention, <clears throat> suicide is the 10th leading cause of death and celebrities are not exempt from the severities of depression, and it showed with Kurt Cobain. And I feel like they're more prone, probably, to depression. Ten times more right. likely. I would never, ever, ever want to be famous. Kurt Cobain was severely depressed. I'm sure he was. I mean, you think about going from... I listened to his music all day for, like, the last, like, ten days. Like... Dude, we listened to him all day, every day, all through high school. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what we grew Dude, up on. <laughs> like, you think about, like, not only Kurt Cobain, but any celebrity. You go from being a nobody it, to all of a sudden horrible. you can't have any privacy. I wouldn't wish that privacy. shit on anybody. I know people want money, and I love it that you can live that lavish lifestyle, but at what fucking price? Yeah, is it really There is no it? way in hell that I would wish that. I wouldn't wish that shit on my worst fucking enemy. Yeah. No. No. So regardless, he was thrust he, he was thrusted into fame even though he didn't want it. And the title of being the voice of a generation wasn't maybe something that he 
wanted. His relationship with Courtney wasn't exactly something that he wanted. So, to avoid all of this, suicide. Yeah, except for the medical records show that it is absolutely unfucking possible mm -hmm. that he shot himself after being that filled up with fucking heroin. Yeah. But why would he use bird shots, though? I mean, it's like... Hey, how I mean, how could he use there, anything? There's the there's the question. How could he use as, anything after being as a that much heroin filled? As a <laughs> pro Second Amendment person, and I, you know, I know a lot about shotguns. I know a lot about shotguns. At I close, use, at close range, it doesn't matter if you mm -hmm. use a I wouldn't shot, use buckshot slugs. I wouldn't. Way, I, I feel like none of that matters. I mean, he was—he had so much heroin in his system. But it's possible he wouldn't have even understood what a gun was at that time. But it could have been possible that he shot up and then immediately, right. did it before the drugs took complete hold over his body. Why? Like just Why shoot him? up if you're going to kill yourself before you get the high? In yeah. case you fuck gone. it up. Yeah. No, that's horrible. I refuse I mean, to believe that. I don't it, think. That. Okay, so if he if <laughs> he was going if he was going to do the job with a bird shot, why would he choose a twenty gauge? Because that's all he had available. Sure. But he's famous as fuck at this point. He can but get anything he wants. Not, he not at that point in time. Not that at that point in time. A lot of decisions. No, he had recently got all of his guns taken away from him because Courtney. Called the police on him, threatening suicide. See, when, you do so much research. He wanted to sell well, but he said that he didn't. He was. He wasn't trying to commit suicide. He was trying to get away from Courtney. I, at that point in time, I am somebody that's a big proponent of suicide awareness, and a twenty gauge is not going to do the job with a birdshot. No. Yes, it will. Yeah, it will. Like, yeah, if you do, like, but painful as fuck, and also there's not the way he did it though. Where you end up a vegetable. Yes, there is yeah. no one hundred percent. What if I fuck it up? Mm -hmm. I don't. He. There's no way in hell he killed himself. There's no fucking way in hell. Uh, no, no, I'm not I, trying to influence. I know. You. <laughs> I'm sorry. At, I'm drunk. At, I'm, a, I'm an interrupter. So you just talk over me. So shut up. at close range, almost any caliber gun will do the job. So, are there any other opinions after I've given you the facts that I've given you? Mine is still absolutely 100%. It was absolutely not suicide. No fucking way in hell. I'm still convinced that Me? Courtney yeah. Love was somehow involved. I, mean, she, I, mean, I don't think she pulled the trigger. I've never thought well, that she pulled the trigger. For, for me, I've heard the argument multiple times of that kind of gun or that caliber or that load would not do the job so it couldn't have been suicide but I don't believe any of that because at any close mine range, is the amount of drugs in his system just well, all look for anyway I think that if somebody did it it had to be completely without partner love's knowledge because she's such a fuck up wow I mean she thinks that, that Courtney's that, so no, stupid she could not be involved no, or the whole thing would fall apart the whole thing it couldn't be the fucking perfect ass crime with Courtney Love involved was Courtney Love having an affair with somebody she was fucking Danny Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins can nurse. I say fucking yeah I mean this is an explicit podcast I'm sorry <laughs> you saw the evidence you saw the the cigar box mm -hmm. that he used he saw you saw the the thing that he tied his arm with um everything that he pulled out of his pockets and you knew that Kurt Use drugs. When I researched this case in 2018, 67,367 drug overdoses were occurred in the United States. Celebrity status multiplies your chances tenfold. I'm, try I'm trying to get to the bottom of like up. people don't think oh, that yeah. it was a suicide. That mm. means the letter that he wrote, Courtney in Rome, was not a divorce letter. Yeah. And I always had shady-ass feelings about that okay. fucking letter. Alright, so we're about to go into that. <laughs> let's go. I mean, like, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's hear it all. <laughs> like, the, 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 like, he wrote a letter to Courtney. And in that letter, like, I, don't, I don't need notes for this. He, <laughs> he wrote a letter to Courtney and was like, I don't want you no more. 
Like it was probably it was probably a very short letter. But the cops apparently told Courtney. I don't know if anybody told like air quotes told Courtney yeah. that it would not look good for her if she kept that letter, so she burned it. And then they found this suicide. But who who is that information coming from? Who says? Well, who said there was a letter? Who, no, no, she we know did. that there. Well, Courtney said I'm there was a letter. I'm gonna say we know. I have heard of the letter. The whole thing could, in the end, be a fake. But who told her not to keep the letter? The police. Mm-hmm. Is there any record of the police telling her that, or yes. is this just her? Coming? It was her saying that she. So that's hearsay. No, it's her. If you, if you, if she said she literally, told she me literally that, said that is literally hearsay. <laughs> no, that's literally what she said. But that's hearsay. Yeah. No, Courtney she Love, said it. Like that's not hearsay. It is hearsay. If if how, Courtney Love says the cops told me that I to should burn not the keep this letter, that's hearsay. You how, cannot because do, she's telling you what somebody okay. else. It was a botched police job. Because mm-hmm. that's another theory. It has to be because no rational cop would willingly tell you to. I have, get I have, I, I'm telling you, I have all, I have theories for all the way around the table. Except you, you haven't answered my one question yet. What's, so what's your, what's your question? Has any cop come out and confessed to telling her to burn the letter? No. Then you can't out the door, son. That's hearsay. Oh, she okay. Walks. All right. <laughs> uh, obviously, that she had. You know, maneuvered her way around the. Or is that just some shit that she said because she knows that it's unprovable, makes her look good, puts suspicion on the cops who there were already suspicion on because her whole lifetime cops have been horrible. Yeah. And well, if anybody ever asked her what the contents of the letter was, she could just make up something because you don't. Or have... she could just say they told me I'm not allowed to say, <clears throat> and that automatically makes her look good. Mm-hmm. Well, but you it... don't have actual evidence, so you could just make up. Whatever. But you don't. Today, what, in what today's he, he media age, you don't need it. You could just say, the cops told me that I can't say. Yeah. And until a supervisor for a police department comes out and goes, we never told her she couldn't talk, she's fucking golden. She even, wins even, all day, even if every they, day. Even if I did, she could say, well, that's a private letter and I don't feel comfortable sharing it. Yeah. But it wouldn't even go that far because they're not willing to say they didn't because they didn't. His house was a crime scene. Yeah. And again, they they didn't find that letter from Callie on the stairs until after the the second time the oh is it like the keys from Megan Murder? I'm, I'm not trying to go that I'm not trying to go back that far. <laughs> every, no, I, don't. Every, I feel like everybody makes an emphasis that this is just the everyday beat cop. You know, cops may not always have the most experience with suicide cases. But they do generally have a lot of experience with murder cases. No, they don't. Not if they're first year. You're assuming that for whatever reason, every cop call, I'm not even having to to make this point. Like, they're literally. Okay, so Courtney knew um, after Kurt escaped from um, the rehab center that he was in and in LA and then he went back to San Francisco because his credit card record showed that he flew on a plane back yeah. to not San Francisco Seattle I'm sorry <clears throat> so he also bought like two or three other plane tickets for some other people that yeah. they don't know nobody still to this day knows who so, was on that plane but Just he, that out there he also bought plane tickets for someone else, but he also flew back to Seattle. So that night, um, Courtney was in LA for no reason. Like uh, Rosemary Carroll, the divorce, the divorce lawyer, who knew <clears throat> that Kurt told her she was their divorce lawyer. Yeah, she was just a Rosemary divorce. Carroll. She was their divorce lawyer. Yeah. Okay. She was like. Kurt wanted a divorce. Yeah. He, he wrote the divorce. Wait, I knew that. Okay, so then you know about the book bag. Courtney left a book bag at Rosemary Carroll's office. And inside that book bag, she had a a lot of paperwork. And inside that paperwork, she had a lot of copying of Kurt Cobain's handwriting. I knew that. So the suicide letter that was found inside the greenhouse on uh, Washington, whatever the fuck, 
in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all of it looked like a retirement letter, except for the bottom part, where it, would, it looked like someone else had wrote it. And inside that, you know, it looked like everything that matched up with what Courtney was writing. So there's evidence that she was attempting or preparing to try to make a forgery. Sure. That that's what it looks like. Hold on, let me let me throw this out here and then I'll be done, I promise. Okay. Uh, when I was Anderson researching my Tupac, they have a whole <laughs> section that shows his signature. Mm-hmm. I did not know that that was a thing. Do they have that for like everybody? Anybody that you look up on Wikipedia, it shows their signature. That well, was weird as shit to me. I was like, "What do you mean this is his signature?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just seems weird to me. That seems like some shit well, that could be hacked, and then I could sell shit saying it was Tupac and it wasn't. There is. It was weird as shit to me that had a signature on there. there, there thing. There's generally a lot of record of celebrity signatures because they use that for authentication purposes for memorabilia. So anything mm-hmm. that they say. Kurt signed, pretty much they know that he really did. And anything that Courtney Love signed, they know that she really did. You you can never know 100 like, That just 100% blew my fucking mind that Wikipedia, you could copy and paste Tupac's signature. Yeah, you can never know with because I feel like 100% you can use that certainty, for but shit. you can get right, pretty you close. Could, you, could, you could copy. Right? I mean, that seems like a thing that should never be... I don't want my signature on Wikipedia. No, but please don't put my signature on Wikipedia. As somebody that collects a lot of autographed memorabilia, and this does tie into the Kurt Cobain thing, there are people that make genuine, like, felt pen copies yeah. of signatures, and they usually sell them pretty cheap. I found a guy online that was selling a uh, a pop figure of Kurt Cobain with, with the signature on it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's really cool. I'd like to buy it. You know, even, I, I know it's fake because sure. pops didn't come out when but he But you alive. know that, I remember that because you know that there were a lot of people that it did not register with them that pops were not a thing. So they think that that signature... Is real. Is yeah. real. So you could sell well, that shit for twenty five hundred dollars. I, w- I would never do that because I don't scam people. Because but, we're normal people. But then there's like people. <laughs> there's people. What, you know, what I just don't think though, anybody's signature should be on fucking Wikipedia. I thought that was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. What gets like, me though, why is, is that out there? I was actually gonna, you know, interested in buying this pop figure because I thought it was neat and I like Nirvana and Kurt Cobain yeah. and all that. And I reached out to the guy, you know, because I found him on like Etsy or something. And I was like, you did really good work, and I just wanted to let you know. Sit up. You're too drunk. Nah. Well, <laughs> you know, I reached out, and I was like, I just wanted to let you know I thought you did a good job with that copy. And this guy straight up fucking emailed me back, and he's like, that's authentic. That's not a copy. Oh, uh, see, you should have like, oh, immediately forwarded that shit to the FBI. And I'm, like, I'm like, no, because Kurt Cobain... Died a long time before pop figures ever existed. So I think I've I've, <laughs> I've given everybody the ability to question whatever theory you may or may not have had <laughs> as far as Kurt Cobain. Because whether you thought Courtney did it, it was maybe suicide. And if you thought it was maybe, su- maybe suicide, maybe you thought Courtney see, did it. I, and then, I'm a rational person... So I can see all sides of it and how it would make sense. Whether he did it or someone else did it or Courtney was involved. I can look at all angles of that and it makes sense to but me. But where, where are you at? Where, where are you on the fence? I I still believe Courtney may have been involved. I can't have Courtney committing the perfect fucking crime. I could. No, she it's wasn't there. She was Obviously, she wasn't there. Like... I mean, because it is, it's the perfect fucking crime. Like, I mean, yeah. really? Courtney fucking love? I, I have my no, own. No, like, because... So do you believe it was suicide, was... or do you, do you believe it was murder? I believe it was murder. Okay. Even if she All was right, so that's where we're at right now. Like, what with it, she would spell some days, because she... So we got one for murder. Oh, are we done? Are we going who's... <laughs> yeah. who's on what? Are you, are you doing suicide or murder? Murder, absolutely. All right, two for murder. Suicide. All right, two murder, one suicide. No, for the record, then I'm flipping Kelly off. Uh, I'm Are a- you all say suicide? No, for the record, then I'm, I'm flipping Kim off. Suicide, yeah. Uh, 
All right, we got <laughs> only one flipping off. In we got three county. murders and two suicides. What about you, Rashad? I'm murder. He was murdered. That's there we go. Majority, majority rule. My my personal uh, opinion is because at the crime scene, when you look at any crime scene photos you may ever find of Kurt Cobain, you never see blood. What happens to people who don't bleed? They're already dead. So someone blew his brains out. And then Maybe gave him and to and make try, try to, and that makes mm -hmm. an amateur. Fucking love. I certainly don't think we're ever going to solve this crime tonight because... It's, no, it's not going to get solved tonight. So, uh, what's our next? Don't rush me. I'm so drunk. Get to it. Pull the notes out. Which, I'm about which, to. I'm going to light a cigarette first. Which one are you? I'm Karen. No. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which topic? Ever? No, I'm doing Tupac. Tupac. Oh, Tupac. shit. Let's go, bro. Mm. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and move on. Go. Yes. I know that... He's already doing the. He's so drunk. Let's go. Thing. Oh Come yeah, don't rush me. Uh, I'm not gonna get a whole lot into his life because I feel like everybody who cares has already done yeah, that. Yeah, we're all pretty familiar with. Yeah, Tupac. so I'm just gonna do a little bit. So Tupac, he was West Coast. Keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. That'll be a thing you need for later. I mean, everybody already knows that pretty much. So. A lot of people really though that say that little Tupac had no idea. So. <laughs> Tupac West Coast. All right. So, he was born Tupac Shakur. Actually, he had a different name that I'm going to go into because of the whole thing. Y'all can listen to Rashad's Tupac episode on Blood and Firewater to learn the whole <laughs> up until this point. I didn't go into all that because I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> he I, went super I far so because did. he is a research and so motherfucker. <laughs> so, Tupac Shakur. Born June 16th, 1971, died September 13th, 1996, which made him 25 when he died. Mm -hmm. That blew my fucking mind. I remember the day that Tupac died. I did not know that he was that young. Mm -hmm. Did y'all know looked, that he was he that young? He looked so yeah. much older. And I he remember, talked dude, so much Dude, I was like eight younger. or nine years old, and yeah. I was like, that's a grown man. I mean, I when I read that he was only 25, it blew. And that makes it even more mm -hmm. sad. I'm like, holy shit. Okay. But, so this part right here came from Wikipedia, just because I think that phrased it well, and I didn't want to redo the whole thing. <laughs> he was one of the most influential, influential rappers of all time. He addressed social issues that plagued inner cities. He was also considered a symbol of resistance and activism mm -hmm. against inequality. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how familiar y'all are with Tupac. I was a huge fucking fan. Mm -hmm. I listened to Tupac. He was my fucking jam. I'm more of a biggie dude. You're... Oh! There might be like a Tupac East Coast, West Coast thing uh, in this fucking room, dude! And, and hold, hold on. <laughs> I, I have to go off on a weird little tangent. Do it! Because I was just talking about the uh, Kurt Cobain pop figures earlier. Mm -hmm. um, they started releasing no, al I know. album versions. Mm -hmm. And I did buy the Biggie Smalls Ready to Die. And it has the little baby from the fucking album. Holy shit! Fuck off! And it's, a, and it's a big one. So the back of it is the cover of the album with the baby on it. And then it's a little baby pop inside Do you know about pop figures? Are you a pop figure collector? No. Everybody is. I worked at GameStop. So you know, I know what pop figures yeah. are. So I did my wiki thing. He's one of the most influential rappers mm -hmm. of all time. He addressed social issues. Um, he was considered a symbol of resistance and activism, which I don't mm -hmm. know how far y'all were into Biggie. His lyrics were fucking awesome. Tupac. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, Tupac. I don't got you all fucked up. Right! What the fuck? He was born I, I, in, hold on, let me do it again then. <laughs> there you go. He was born in my Manhattan, New York. So and he moved to the read. San Francisco Bay Area in mm -hmm. 1988. There you go. He moved to Los Angeles to pursue his music career mm -hmm. in 1993. I need everybody to remember that date. He moved mm -hmm. to L.A. in 1993. He released his debut album in 1991, and that was Tupacalypse Now. And by that time, though, he had already become a central figure in West Coast hip-hop. Sure. From 1995 to 1996, he became heavily involved in the East Coast mm -hmm. versus West Coast hip-hop rivalry. So, everybody knows that September 7th, 1996 is when Tupac was shot. Mm -hmm. um, he got shot four times in a drive-by. He died six days later, September 13th, 1996. Gunman was never identified. Um, 
for a long time, Notorious B.I.G., who was a friend turned mm -hmm. rival because of the whole East Coast, it's West Coast, Coast, everybody wanting to act fucking nuts, mm -hmm. whatever the hell bullshit. But then Biggie got killed in a mm -hmm. drive-by six months later. Yeah. Hold on. Just because he got killed six months later doesn't mean that he didn't kill mm -hmm. the guy, you know, but whatever. Leading up to the shooting, mm -hmm. we've got in November of 1994, Tupac's manager, James Jimmy Henchman Roseman, paged him over and over. Tupac was doing a thing with some other group of people, whatever the hell. James Jimmy Henchman Roseman kept fucking paging him. He was like, hey, dude, I'll give you seven grand to come to the studio in Times Square, New York City, and record just one verse. For this song for some other client. So Tupac, because he needed the fucking money, you know. He's like, right, Well, he gets there. Three men attempt to rob him at gunpoint. And Tupac's like, no, I ain't having this shit. So obviously, you know, he gets shot because that's what happened. So then, you know, he goes to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. There's no thing. And then later, he's like, no, P. Diddy. Well, back then it was Puff Daddy. So mm -hmm. Puff Daddy, Biggie, and Hinch, and Jimmy Henchman set that shit up mm -hmm. or at least they knew about it they were yeah. in on it some of these people they were fucking in on it oh the day after he got shot at this thing in november 1994 he mm -hmm. had to show up at court he was getting charged with like rape and mm -hmm. sodomy and you know all kind of fucked up shit that whatever Tupac would have been doing so he went to jail mm -hmm. you know so bye bye Tupac. Tupac's done mm -hmm. so now should not enters the picture yeah. He's the boss of Death Row Records. He attended the second annual Source Awards in 1995 in New York. You know, I guess there were a ton of... I, I, I've never heard of this. I don't know what this is. He used what little stage time he had to just talk shit about Puff Daddy. <laughs> he was like, Puff Daddy's a bitch. Fuck this guy. <laughs> you know... And he's like, hey, anybody who's signed with Puff Daddy, y'all probably getting fucked. Maybe y'all would rather come and, you know. I think I, I can remember it. Work with me. Work. You, you got better quotes. It's you probably do. I'm so drunk. If you don't want your producer all up in your, all up in your videos, <laughs> come, come to Death Row. Come to Death Row. <laughs> that, that's, that's all he said. Like, he, right, he was all, like, because he, he had all, very he little there for stage like, time. And this was obviously planned. He was like, I'm about to use every bit of my... Two minutes or whatever. So and that was it. That's all, that's all he said. <laughs> all I did was talk shit about Puff Daddy, and then invited other artists to come join him. He's like, Bad Boy Records is some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Y'all should come over. And, to and they were in New York when they did that. After yeah. that, he visited Uptown Records in New York, which is where apparently P Diddy got started. That's all I have. Did you hear the the thing about Suge Knight dumping vanilla ice? Oh, yes. I was telling my daughter I, I was, about that. I, I, I didn't want to break it up. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Like, no, I, you're good. Okay. My daughter was trying to act like, you know, because I was trying to, like, I, I made my daughter watch the BuzzFeed thing and I made her read shit. And I was like, what do you think happened? She was on Suge Knight's side. And I was like, but you know, he hung vanilla ice off a balcony, right? And immediately yeah. she switched her shit. <laughs> she was like, nobody fucks with vanilla ice. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I just wanted to make sure no. everybody knew. The but character I, of Suge Knight. Right, and that's what I said. I said, that's how you know he's a horrible person. Right. Because what uh, the fuck is Vanilla Ice going to do? Like, Speaking of Vanilla Ice, <laughs> when I lived in Florida, I lived in the same town as him, and sometimes... No, was, dude, everybody you, lived <laughs> in the same town as Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Like, you, you would say my homeboy, like in like, public and shit. My best friend in the world, the person I trust the most, lived in the same town as Vanilla Ice. I feel Influence. like Vanilla Ice was probably a fucking asshole. Yeah. Well, sure. But he's not the guy that you need to assassinate. Yeah, right? I'm not, like, not going to hang him over a balcony. Right. He's, yeah. not a, he's not assassination worthy. When, when he like, just He'll kill himself in just, a day or two. Just, collab like, just, just collaborate and listen. Right? Yeah, right. There you go, man. I don't know if he's really an asshole, but... Like, no, he is absolutely an asshole. I've formed I, that opinion. I would yeah. see him, like, in Publix and shit, buying groceries. And, like, <laughs> He's and, buying kale and, and avocado and shit. He'd just be, like, a, norm, a normal fucking dude just walking around buying his groceries. Except like, for then, you know, he made that whole fucking show where he pretended to be Amish. 
Did y'all watch that? Oh, yeah. Did you watch that? No, I, did. I definitely watched that. Yeah, it was terrible. But I mean, he is tried. that the kind of guy that should not needs to be hanging off a balcony? No. No. Should not is nuts. <laughs> so, but no, let, not let me keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. No, you're good because I'm an interrupter. I understand. But that's all I have. Do you have anything? What is Uptown Records? Shugnat was able to supposedly steal the main releases from Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, and producer Devontae Swain. But all I no. thought is that it was where P. Diddy interned. That doesn't so, make shit. Who cares? So Whatever. P I think he did like A&R there. He was an A&R guy at a, at a record company. Like, as far as I can remember, because like, I did, I did do the research. So like, I know you're way better researcher than me. P. was an A and R guy. Yeah. And Suge Knight was just. Well, supposedly Suge Knight just walked up in here. Yeah, like. And some lady <laughs> handed him the releases, like all the new record releases of Jodeci, Mary J. No. Lodge, and he... anything associated with Devontae Swain. No. I don't know. After he released them on his. Record label Death Row, all three of them signed with Death Row. So pretty much, he just walked just walked in there, told the secretary, "Give me everything well, you got." I'm, I'm sure that's not exactly how it happened. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the research that I have. But I mean, if you have contrary research, bring it out now. <laughs> but does anybody got anything to the contrary? No. Um, I see this. No. I see this teeth grinding over here, so I'm gonna say no. So, keep in mind, I'm going to keep going. Should not, for whatever reason, was able to waltz up into P. Diddy's record label and steal new release Blige from his three biggest... Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Jodeci. No. He didn't steal... Mm. He didn't steal Jodeci. Jodeci came... Jersey signed to Death Row. I've got Jodeci on here, and I took real notes on this one. Uh, okay. So somehow I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> no, I know, and I don't. I, I'm not trying to make this weird. No, this, I'm, this I did weird, research. This is, this is and, the whole. This is yeah. the whole point of your show, yeah. right? So, so like, I'm not going to argue. My but research I'm going is to telling tell you, me that should right. not walk stuff in there. But You're that's not right. how I have. No, but he didn't give it. But there is also a huge thing made about how he gave them no money. But that's no, it. No. Yes. Okay. Mm. So yeah. he walked no. up into Uptown Records. Right. He took the releases okay. of Mary Jane Blige. Yes. Mm. Jodeci. Mary Jane Blige is from New York. I mean, I don't know. She's from Brooklyn. Um, and producer Tavante Swain. Jodeci's from Brooklyn. And paid them nothing. And then immediately, okay. all three of them. Well, switched over to Death Row Records. Now, was there weird shit involved? Were yes, they... Yeah. Obviously. Killed well, at gunpoint? You know, out, I don't out, know. Outside, <laughs> outside of the whole thing, that's, like, outside of the whole Tupac and Biggie and all these other artists, it's very common for... For people to switch back and forth. No, it... What no, I, it's, it's, that's not what I'm getting at. It's very common for record producers and labels and stuff to reach out to artists and promise them a lot of things, mm -hmm. get them to switch, and then not pay them. Now, see, I don't know anything. I didn't do any further research. As far as I know, mm -hmm. these people were happy once they switched to Suge Knight. Mm -hmm. All I have is that he waltzed in there, somehow conned Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, and Devontae Swain into handing over so, their new releases. I don't think that's really a con because... Either way, it doesn't matter. It's what happened. It, in that, <laughs> in it doesn't that, have to be a con. <laughs> it's, it's just what happened. In that industry, in the performing arts, whether it be music or anything, you know, to common people, these celebrities have a lot of money, I'm but they don't people. really make that much money. No, they don't. Versus what... Unless there's some sort of weird conspiracy, like their death or whatever, we're sort of no, about to get into they, it. They don't make as much compared to what their label makes. Yeah. So... So, it's very easy for another label to come up and be like, 
I'll give you double what you're get, what you're making now. You and I don't have over. research on that. I didn't go that far into what he offered them or whatever. I just well, know at the first get go, he walked in, gave them no I mean, money, it but was, for some reason, all of them that, switched. That's over. why there are so many lawsuits in the music industry. I think because it has something something to do with the neighborhood. I mean, it probably did. <laughs> you know? Every, everybody, like, in that neighborhood, like, they sign to whoever yeah. is and, just a and part that, of that you neighborhood. Know, that's good. You know, I have nothing. I just have that he walked in one day, gave them no money, well, walked out with these four people or whatever, I'm, and nobody I'm, questioned it. Nobody questioned they're it. They're all from so the same neighborhood. It's not a thing. Like that, the, same, the same kind of shit happens from Greenville. The same kind of shit happens from Greenville, from Charleston, from Charlotte, Atlanta. Right. Every, everybody signs with the same label. So I, let's well, let's I'm, keep I'm, going because I got kinda, like seventeen pages of notes. I'm kind of familiar a little bit with that industry. So, like, say you were a famous rapper. I, said, I signed for I signed with Atlantic. Yeah, but you're Drake. And you, you're OVO. And Drake you're is a bitch. He did a guest spot on fucking Drake <laughs> okay. and Josh. All right, now, like, now, now we're, we have yeah. gotten way well, just, <laughs> No, I know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so trying to condense this down. <laughs> so, say you work for record level A. They're the ones that sign you. And I come in and say, look, I will buy you out of your contract. And I'll pay you double what you're making now. You are can't you guarantee that? Are you going to turn that down? Yeah, I am. I would not because I'm dumb and I'm thinking about it right now, and I'll be like, "Yes, which, you, you're my jam." Or, which is what a lot of people do. Yeah. They say, "All right, show me the money. I'll sign with you today." Show me the money. Oh, we should. You that. you buy me out of my contract money. and sign me another contract that says you're going to pay double what I'm making now. I will sign that bitch today. All right, I don't. No, that, that's what most people do, and then a lot of labels. Don't hold up their end of the bargain because you didn't read the fine print. They sign those people and then don't pay them. Let's just not care about that. So all three <laughs> of those people signed with Shug's company. Skip ahead, September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety five. A group of bad boys, which is Bad Boy Entertainment, yeah. and Puff Daddy, and all them, they get into a heated dispute with Shug and his friend Big Jake. Eyewitnesses <laughs> say that Diddy was fighting inside. But his childhood friend slash bodyguard, Big Jake, whatever the hell. Uh, no, 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 no. See, y'all, I'm so drunk. Huh. <laughs> All right, let me do it again. Does, does, I this to say that Diddy was fighting inside. It's his childhood friend and bodyguard, Anthony Wolf Jones, who fatally shot Big Jake as he got into Suge Knight's car, leaving this party. Wait, that was the early, that was a, a, a pre-release party. Yeah, I'm doing everything up before. Because okay. yeah. Tupac's in jail right now. Right. Nothing that's happening right now right. matters. That, that was a pre-release party. Where yeah. I, I feel like you're too drunk to get through all those notes. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just skip to the finer points of it? No, you just shut the fuck up, son. <laughs> no, I, I'm following. I'm following. He's following along. October 1995. Should not post Tupac's bail. Tupac, after he was shot in the 1994 ambush set up by his manager, Jimmy Hinchman, yeah. he had to go to court the very next day. He went in in a fucking wheelchair, bandaged up and shit. He went to jail for like rape and all kind of bullshit. He got I shot mean, five times. He got, I, I he like got shot five times. And I mean, he deserved to be in jail. I, I'm not. Yeah, he I'm not get, he didn't deserve to get shot five I, times. I feel but like, he should have been in jail. Like, yeah, I, like him coming in in the wheelchair times. shouldn't have been a thing. Like, I don't give a shit that you're in a wheelchair. Well, that's all you dramatic. Well, oh, he obviously <laughs> was. No, he he obvi- no. He said he did not rape that girl. Well, <laughs> well, that yeah, speculation. Like, I don't know. If he, I, I don't take. I don't, I'm not going. I'm not going to take. Just, you know, credit for him yeah. raping that girl. Like, but, I, I, so I didn't do it. You I did it. Inherently, should not trust anybody that goes by the name Jimmy Hen- Henchman. Henchman, yeah. exactly. That was right. his nickname. Mm-hmm. So in October, if you have the nickname of Henchman, listen Henchman, to me. So Tupac is in jail right now. Sketchy fucking names. <laughs> in October 1995, Suge Knight post Tupac's bail mm-hmm. $1.3 million. Yeah. Yeah. 
with yeah. the grounds of grounds, signing him to death row I records. Will, I will sign your bail. I will pay your bail if you sign to death row records. Yeah. So obviously, because Tupac's done with jail, because jail is the worst shit ever. So he's like, yes, I'm signing to death row. Now he is death row. Now Tupac is officially a member of death row records. So In sure June not. of 1996, <laughs> sure. after signing with death row records, Tupac released Hit Em Up. Has anybody in this room? I know you have. Has anybody in this fucking room heard "Hit 'Em Up"? Yeah. Y'all know that the very first, the very first <laughs> verse of this song is "That's why I fucked your bitch, fat motherfucker." Talking to B. The yeah. whole thing is nothing but him Get talking him straight up shit. To every yeah. other fucking rapper. First off, fuck you, bitch. It's my. Fuck you claim. Oh my god. Call the cops when you see Tupac. <laughs> Grab your Glock when you yeah. see Tupac. Like, he's just like, he's done with him at this point, right? Mm -hmm. But I still feel like, now that I've learned that he was only 25 when he. For, for me. He's got that thing that I had when I was 25, fight where I was invincible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and he had a flight. platform at that time. So he's like, mm -hmm. watch this shit. I'm about to clown this motherfucker. Yeah. Except for it didn't go the way he wanted it to fucking go. Because for he me. I don't think he, like, if he was just on his own, I don't think he would have done any of that. I think Suge Knight. No, because the whole reason he wrote that song was because of the November 1994 shooting where he all automatically blamed fucking P. Diddy. No. He was like, P. Diddy but did this shit. He yeah. talked, and Jimmy Hinchman. <laughs> he talked to Biggie's mom. After and that. she has sued them several times. She, she told, or he told She's her. She's shit too. That he was only trying to sell records. That was what uh, Vanessa Wallace. I, I think it is Vanessa Wallace. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, she said, Tupac said to her that he was only trying to sell records. That was it. Alright. I'm almost done. Um, fun facts that I did not know until I started researching. In 2002, Tupac was inducted into the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. In 2017, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And that makes my heart smile. I'm telling y'all, I love fucking Tupac. I was a fucking Tupac fan. I had no idea that he had made it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. No shit. I'm about to rush through the ending. Um, what I've got, which I figure everybody probably already knows. All of y'all have probably seen the surveillance video from the MGM. Yeah. I've seen it. I cannot understand it. Obviously, no, it's, I it's wear very, glasses. No, it's, it's very confusing. It is. I wear glasses. I cannot see things. So, to me, it's just like a bunch of people, and then there's like a commotion. Uh, I so, do see at the ending where it shows Tupac, and you can and, obviously and see Suge not walking out. Right. But, like, the actual fight. Yeah. It lasts like 15 seconds. And I can't differentiate. I don't know who started it. I don't, like, yeah, that every, might every, be, I've got just, terrible vision. Everything just all of a sudden happens. Yeah, like, I cannot, like, I cannot look at that tape and go, oh, well, obviously P. Diddy yeah. started that fight. Tupac, was that, it was a birthday party for an associate of his, but it was also a Mike Tyson fight at the MGM in Las Vegas. Yes. Mm -hmm. So tons of people, which also confused me with the surveillance, yes. because when you look, I mean, there's a hundred... And I don't even know who the hell I'm yeah. supposed to be looking at, and right? You, Did you look at it wrong? You also yes. have to take into account that security cameras back then are like super Horrible. <laughs> They're the worst. But, so let's just pretend like we know what the hell happened, you know. Yes. Supposedly, after the fight in the lobby, someone in Tupac's entourage saw a dude who happened to be Orlando Anderson walking by. He was supposedly a crip who had recently tried to rob one of the people, which you never get a full list of who was in the entourage. But supposedly it tried to rob one of the entourage of a medallion necklace thing, you know, that was big in the 90s or whatever, at a fucking mall. I mean, whatever. That, that's still big today. Uh, yeah. 
Which is ghetto as fuck. <laughs> I mean, whatever. So they got in a big ass fucking fight. Well, then everybody fucking goes their separate ways. You know, whatever. Tupac is headed to Club 662, which is Suge Knight's Death Row Records nightclub. Why he has his own fucking nightclub? I have no idea. Why I guess, not? He, I guess he just has enough money to have his own fucking nightclub. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> So, they're leaving there. At 11.15, they get stopped at a red light. Car pulls up next to them, shoots into the car. On what side? Gets by four times. On what side? On the passenger side. Which I know where you're going at because there's a whole, which I didn't do a whole lot of research into because that one is <clears throat> weird to me and dumb to me. No, but apparently the thing is, Puff Daddy paid two separate what? groups, right? What color was the car? A million dollars. And just whoever happened, because they, they knew that Suge and Tupac were leaving together, but they didn't know who was going to be sitting on what side. So Puff Daddy paid it. Paid the money to hit both sides. Paid two people. To roll up. And whoever was on the side that Tupac was sitting on. Now the only reason. Because normally. You well, know they've well, got the tinted windows. They're in the limousine. They've got their window down. Because <coughs> they're goddamn trying to fuck some little white fucking hoe bitches. Oh, that are next to them. Hoe bitches. Yeah. They're just, Tupac is hollering at some hoe bitches over here. Hoe bitches. Right. So he doesn't notice. The car in front of them rolls down the window and sticks an AK-47 out the fucking Was it really an AK, oh, though? No, I don't know what because it is. That's just me being weird. I mean, there's but an AK over there, and those are pretty big rifles. <laughs> no, no. So, so maybe, he gets maybe shot it's four times. We're talking, like, bullet casings. Like. He gets shot four times. Oh, no. He gets taken to the hospital. He's put on life support. Um, eventually, they have to put him into a drug-induced coma. Because they're scared that he's going to hurt himself. Now, I skipped over this because I thought it was too much. But let me go back. You know, he was in the hospital where he had been shot in 1994. And his first fucking reaction was to sit up and get the fuck out of this hospital. And he's like, I don't give a fuck what y'all are doing. He's pulling out wires. first reaction was this. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, but then, I mean, he started pulling his shit out. He's like, I'm done with y'all. Y'all don't know what y'all are doing. I got to get the fuck out of here. So, it's possible that that is the thing that happened again. Yeah. But it seems to me like the injuries are so severe that that would not... Like, maybe his mind wanted to leave. He might have been yelling. Yes, I did. I don't feel like he could have walked out of there on his own. Oh. That's just my thing. No, no. Not the, okay. um, the Vegas trip here. 1115 is when he's shot. He's taken to the hospital, put on life support. Six days later, he dies. Um, His cause of death is listed as a homicide from internal bleeding, respiratory failure, and cardiac arrest. And that happened on September 13th, 1996. He was only 25 years old. Apparently, he was cremated the next day. By his yeah. mother. And his ashes were mixed with weed and smoked by the outlaws. <laughs> which, I don't know if it's true. I don't care if it's true. If it's not true, I never want to hear it. Mm -hmm. I want to die thinking that Tupac's ashes were smoked by his band members. So, do yes. not suck that up for me. I'm telling y'all now. No. Yeah. This is what I'm living for. Do Mar not fuck this up for um, me. Amar's, Amar, her, his mother died with his ashes. Except for the ones that the outlaws smoked. You shut your mouth right now. Oh. Don't do it! <laughs> Rashad, I just said. They smoked his ashes. Amar Shashur. This is how I'm dying. I'm dying thinking that the outlaws smoke two box ashes. And let's, let's do that. Please. <laughs> okay. So, now we're going to get into the conspiracies. And there were a fucking ton. I probably spent a whole day trying to figure out what was worthy of talking about. And I still probably didn't get her out. So, probably not. Y'all do. Yeah, I mean, probably not. <laughs> 
So y'all just got to deal with my bullshit. Apparently, him faking his death is a big one. No. He, apparently... You're not allowed to just sit out there and go nuts. If you don't have shit, come on. Come on. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to beat you up. Go come on, man. Let's go. Let's go. Come Look, on. Look, apparently he faked his death. He went to Cuba with help from Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Shut up. Okay. Locals in Old Havana still to this day. Okay. Post pictures on Twitter okay. of old Tupac. No. Supposedly, hold on, you're not allowed to talk yet. I'm gonna tell you. We we got to add this to the list of words, though. That you just said, Fidel. Yeah, it's Fidel. I know, we we get get shit wrong all the time. We we have to add that to Illuminati and Asha. And and, and Fidel. (laughs) Fidel. Shut up. Please keep going. Supposedly, conspiracy theorists. Michael, and I'm going to say nice because I've never heard once anybody say it, but it's Michael N-I-C-E. It might be nice. I don't know. Let's go with nice. Let's go with nice. He claims that he helped smuggle Tupac into Cuba with Fidel Castro. No. Hold on. Okay. And they had known prior to the 1994 shooting that there was hit on him. But they thought that it was weird and they didn't really believe it, you know, because the rap game is all about threats and not about following through. Once they followed through with the 1994 shooting in November, they started planning. It was in 96. No, there was a shooting in November 1994 okay. where his manager called him. Yeah, and he, that's got when he got shot five times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay, so that's how he ended up in prison. They didn't think there was any problem. Well, then when the 1994 shooting happened, they were like, holy shit, this is like a real fucking thing. Yeah. So, Michael Nice and Fidel Castro. Nice. Kate Nice, what what the fuck ever. Came up with a plan to smuggle Tupac into Cuba to keep Mm -hmm. him safe. Fidel Castro helped him. That's one of the conspiracies. I absolutely do not believe that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because I don't know a lot about Fidel Castro. Does he give a shit about anybody other than himself? Yeah, I mean, I really don't know. No. Um, another one is he fled to New Mexico after he learned that there was a hit on his head and that he used a body double at the MGM. Yeah. I heard that one. Because apparently somebody that was with him, and I don't know if it was a friend or a cousin or whatever. He's living on a... Uh, came out and said that he always wore a bulletproof vest, but for whatever reason that night took it off. And, and was like, he said, no, nah, I don't need it tonight. Yeah. Yeah, the night that you get killed, do you just take your bulletproof vest He said that Rashida, like he was dating Rashida K- Jones' Kavita, sister. Kavita Jones, yeah. 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 That shit's crazy, bro. Like I, I, I don't make no sense to me. The whole that whole thing doesn't make any sense to me, dude. I've not. got conspiracy theories out my ass about how Puff Daddy did it and how Suge did it. I'm not sold on one particular one. Let's talk about it. Um, I think, so I think Suge all the way. I absolutely yeah. also do too. But then when you talk about the facts for the others, I'm like shit. Mm, no, Suge. Maybe that Shug, one too. Suge all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, because think about it, Suge is concerned about Suge. Yeah. Exactly. And, and he, was, that's all. he hung Vanilla Ice right. off a balcony. What harm could Vanilla Ice but, do to I, I feel like but the only... is his cash cow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. He stood to make so much money if mm-hmm. Tupac like, died. Tupac did but, no fucks about would you mm-hmm. pay somebody? Would you order yeah, a hit? I would literally Hold on a minute. Pay You're, any, I'm not anybody done. to per- perpetuate my... Machismo. On a dude that's in the same car that you're in? Yeah. yeah. Really? Because I yes. absolutely fucking I would not. literally well, let Because, you know, he was die. in the car with Suge. Sure. There's yeah. no fucking way in hell. Like, if I wanted to if, do dead if, and if I, if I knew, pub, if I knew the I would gods. never ask somebody mm-hmm. to fire on us on our way to the pub because mm-hmm. I'm in the fucking car. To wrap it up, what is everybody's... Conclusion on that. For Tupac, I think he's dead. I honestly think there is no conspiracy involved. I think mm. it's they got in the fight at the MGM with the Crips. 
and the Crips fucking retaliated, and that was it. I don't think it's a whole thing. I love that people have made it a whole thing. I think it's yeah. super fun. So, I... But I think it was just a... Mm. He was in this place, and this happened, and then this happened, and then he died. I definitely think he's dead, but I think Suge Knight had some involvement. <sighs> what about you, Rashad? Yeah. Um... Which one was you? Like, two, <laughs> Tupac? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're still talking about Tupac. How drunk are you um, right now? You can just skip out. No. and We'll just edit. No. Like, I don't know how he's going to answer this question, but I saw him reach for that cup a minute ago and missed by six inches. Wow. So. <laughs> Tupac definitely had, um, what do you call them? Um, a misconception of what he thought he was getting into. Mm -hmm. I believe that too. I think that he but was he, young and yeah. naive and then he got roped into some shit that was way more adult than he was ready for. Well, And he released that hit him up thing just being like mm -hmm. like a funny like if I was to fuck you on Facebook. Except for it turned <laughs> into everybody's getting murdered. And he wasn't yeah. expecting everybody's getting murdered. So if Dude, stop. <laughs> if, you were, if you were completely surrounded by people that only let you see their point of view, you're only going to see that point of view. Yeah. Pretty and much. I feel like not only Suge Knight, but the whole entourage, that's what mm -hmm. they do.